All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is December 17th, 2020 and week 98. If you've been with us for a while, welcome back. We've always liked to say it. we appreciate you guys for tuning in week in and week out listening to what thus says the Lord. And if you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm and Program, where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. As you can see from the title, we'll be talking about the truth. The truth will make you free should you should you believe it and obey it. In one place it says, have I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth. And the Bible says that God's word is sharper than any two-edged sword. So different people take the truth differently some people will take the truth and allow it to change them mold them into what god wants them to be and some people will take the truth and think that you're judging them and will just do the total opposite and go and talk to another preacher who's just going to tell them what they want to hear so they're still going to be in bondage so without any further ado i'm going to pass it over to minister tony banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message Thank you, Melvin. As always, always say it at the beginning of these live streams. We like to start with a prayer. If you guys are at a place where you are safe enough to bow your heads, we encourage you to do so. Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in the land of the living. Lord, we thank you for how you've just continued to watch over us, Lord, bestowing so many blessings upon us that we were not deserving of. Lord, help us to continue to give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory for all the things that you do for us, Lord, we're asking that you would continue to uh, humble us, continue to protect us, continue to uh, give us insight on what it is that you want us to see. Help us, Lord, to only pay attention to those things that help us to get closer to you, Lord. Help us to just continue to remember, no matter what the situation looks like, that there is joy in the midst of every storm. So, Lord, we're praying these many blessings in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So tonight we're talking about the truth uh, because the truth will make you free. Uh, the Bible says our gifts will make room for us. The truth is definitely a gift that comes from God because without God opening our eyes, opening our understanding to the truth, we will not know what is true. So we we took this text from something Jesus said he was having a conversation with a group of people and they were talking about being in bondage, being, having the truth. Jesus told them the truth will make you free. And they said, look, we haven't been it. We're not in bondage to anyone. They were in bondage and did not know. And so. <clears throat> So many of us are in similar situations. We were in bondage and did not know. And so now that God has opened our eyes to come out of some things that were holding us captive. Now we're trying to spread the word to someone else so that someone else can be made free and made whole. So 
we're going to uh, look at something in the book of first Peter chapter three, verse 21. It's about baptism because just over the years of talking to different people, we do not understand yet the truth pertaining to baptism. We do not understand the truth. But the truth is something that will free us. And so by the grace of God, we'll cover tonight the truth behind this. Not my belief, not my opinion. This is what's written in the scripture. And so we have to attest that this is true in the book of first Peter chapter three and verse 21. And before I start reading, I forgot to mention that this is a pre-recorded video. This time of the year is very busy for a lot of people. So this one next week and the final week of the year will all be pre-recorded. So first Peter chapter three and verse 21, the like figure were unto even baptism, baptism. This is what we're talking about. The truth as it concerns with baptism. So he said the like figure whereunto even baptism mm -hmm. doth also now save us. My God, baptism saves us. Now that's the truth. That's the truth of the matter. It doesn't matter what we've been taught. Doesn't matter what we thought initially. You know, we find Naaman, he got in trouble because of what he thought. We all have some thoughts, but those are not God's thoughts. Melvin brings that scripture up a lot of times. Our thoughts are not his thoughts because you think something that doesn't make it truth. But he said the truth will make us free. Jesus said, I am the truth. So we must believe what the scripture tells us. Jesus told us himself. He told us if we listen to his apostles, the people whom he chose, he said, you listening to me. So we should believe what Peter says here because he got this from the man himself, Jesus Christ. And Jesus got this from God. So if we listen to what Peter says, we'll be made free. We won't have to be held hostage, in bondage, captive. He's going to tell us the truth about it. Read that again, man. The like figure, whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. He said, baptism does save you. Let's hear the truth of this matter. He said, baptism saves you right now if you let it. Somebody's not going to be saved by baptism because they don't want to do it. And that's a sad thing. But he said, this is the truth about it. Baptism does save you. It, it saves you. Whether you believe that or not, it will save you. So he said, he's comparing this to something. We'll finish off this verse and we'll go back up to verse 19. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Let's move back up to 19 to get, you know, I was talking to someone about these scriptures and they say, you know, we got to get the context. <laughs> my God, I'm so grateful that you brought that up so we can go and get the context. But even after we get the context, 
you're still not going to agree with the truth. But Paul said, so what if some don't believe? They can't make the word of God of none effect. That does not change the word of God and make it not true just because someone doesn't agree with it. He said, for what if some don't believe? In the pick up verse 19 here. By which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison. Now we're talking about Jesus. Keep going here. Which sometime were disobedient. Now he's talking about some people who were disobedient. Now that was all of us. And a lot of us still is us. But this is us. Mm-hmm. When once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah. Now he takes us back. Now this is context. If you want context, this is context right here. He's taking us back to the days of Noah. And he's going to tell us some truth. Now the truth is Noah preached for over a hundred years. The truth is only eight people were saved. That's the truth. So the truth is <laughs> most people were lost. And Jesus tells us this same thing in Matthew chapter uh, 7. He tells us most people are going to be lost all over again. So he said in the days of Noah. Uh-huh. While the ark was a preparing. Mm-hmm. Wherein few. Few. Mm-hmm. That is, eight souls were saved by water. Now that's context for you. Eight souls. Eight. Noah his wife, three sons, and their three wives. That's eight souls. How were they saved, Melvin? By the water. Were saved, hallelujah, by water. Now, that's context. For people looking for some type of context, <laughs> Peter gives you context. But I know, I know, this is still not going to be enough for someone because we're not willing to change our thoughts. But the truth will make you free tonight. This is the truth. The truth is the water does save. He said it plainly. These souls were saved by the water. Now we know Noah had to do his part. He had to go and build the ark. And he had a job to do to tell other people how they could be saved. He, he was preaching to them, look, it's going to rain. And what you need to do is get inside of this ark, this boat, get inside of here. This ship, whatever you want to call it. Get inside of here so you can be saved. Now, that was the truth. But they did not agree. They said, I, I just don't think so. They did a lot of thinking. We do a lot of thinking today. They said, I just don't believe that. They didn't have to believe it. And you don't have to believe it either. But I pray that you do because this is the truth. We're, we, <laughs> somebody said, we need to get the context. So we're going to get some context tonight. This is the truth. Eight souls were saved. Now, this is plain. This is written in plain English. Eight souls were saved by water. That's the truth of this matter. This is the truth. The truth will make you free. The Lord Jesus said. So we know Noah had to do his part. He went and built 
the ark. And he told people why he was doing it. And they ridiculed him. They called him crazy. They said, you really think that's going to save you? There's no truth to that, someone said. But he knew what God had shown him and what God had told him. So the Bible tells us eight souls were saved by the water. They had to get in the ark to be saved. That represented the church. We have to come inside the church and confess Jesus Christ is our Savior. Sure, that's true. But we also have to take the escape plan. We have to take to take the plan of salvation as God presents it. See, the children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt, they were also saved by water. There's nothing new under the sun. God continues to do and operate the same way he's operated since the beginning of time, using water. We find the spirit moving on the face of the water, even in the very beginning of Genesis, because God moves with the water. So the children of Israel, when they came to the Red Sea, we know the story. Now, this is the truth. I'm not making things up tonight. I'm only telling you the truth. They came to the water. And once they got there, we know that the water stood up. By the power of God through Moses, the water stood up. And God allowed his people to move to safety as they were being chased from behind. They were still in danger. Even if they made it to the other side, their enemy was still right behind them. And so what God allowed to happen was for his children, the Israelites, to make it across safely in that same water that saved them is the same water that destroyed their enemies. That's how they were saved. That water took out the people who were coming after them. They were saved by water. Now, this is context. This is the truth. The truth will make you free. So I'm praying tonight that someone will allow this truth to make them free. We don't have to be held bondage in believing that water baptism has nothing to do with your salvation. That's not true. The devil wants you to believe that because he wants to stop you from being saved. He got inside of so many people's minds back when Noah was preaching. He was preaching something that people said was not true. He taught them and told them. He tried his best to tell them there's going to be a flood. They said that's not true. He tried his best. But they made their own decision. So this is context tonight. So we find eight souls were saved by the water. Go ahead, Melvin. Like figure. Now this he said this is just like. Now this is how we talk. This is how we talk right here. They said <laughs> They said what color was it? It was like blue. It looked like blue to me. It looked just like blue. That's context. 
So he said he introduced the water to us and how the water played a role in the past times with Noah. And I brought in the children of Israel in Egypt because it goes with this. Paul talked about this in the book of Corinthians. But now he said it's just like, uh-huh. Baptism. The like figure where unto even baptism doth also now save us. So he said, I brought in back then. But I want to give, I did that to give you some context because somebody asked him back then. They said, we got to keep it in context. He said, I am keeping it in context. He brought up back then. And he said, it's just like right now, read that again for me, man. The like figure, well, until even baptism doth also now. Now save us. It now does it. Don't, it was not only for back then. This is context, and this is the truth. The truth will make you free tonight, friends. Somebody ought to wake up tonight and recognize that what you've been taught is not true. And as a preacher once said many times, I'm not sad to tell you this. I'm happy to tell you because I want you to be made free. I want you to come out of bondage, come out of believing things that are not true. So he said, just like water saved them, plain as day. He, read it, he wrote it plain as day. He said the water saved them back then. He said, it's saving us right now. Because it's a part of our salvation. Because God made it that way, not me. There's a reason Jesus told us to be baptized. He told all of the, the apostles to go and baptize for this purpose. Because it doth also now save us, just like it did then. This isn't something new. He said it also. That means in addition. It saved them and it also saves us. This is context. Keep going there, Melvin. Not the putting away of the filth of now, the flesh. Now he answers all the questions here. He 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 answers all the concerns because someone is going to say, it's just like taking a bath. He said, No, you gotta keep this in context. This is not like taking a bath. He said, This is not washing your flesh getting rid of the dirt on your skin he said it's not like that this is not what this is for there's no soap used here there's no towel used here to wipe your skin clean that's not what this is for go ahead Melvin. but the answer of a good conscience toward god this is you doing what god told you to do that's what this is about this is about you being made free. This is about keeping it in context, following the truth. That's what this is about. So we must recognize this is the truth. Jesus said, he said, I am the truth. I am the way, the truth and the light. He is the truth. And what Peter told us right here is the truth. Let's pick up Acts chapter 2. 
And let's start at verse 37 there. Now this is not the first time Peter has said these things. He says it here. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles. Now look at who they asked. They did not only ask Peter. See, a lot of times when we want a certain answer, we'll go and talk to someone else who will give us that answer we're seeking. So they didn't only ask Peter. They asked Peter and the rest of the apostles. So the answer we're going to get came from all of the apostles, not just Peter himself. This answer came from all of them. Go ahead, Mel. Men and brethren, what shall we do? What do I need to do to be made free? Mm-hmm. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized. Be baptized, he said. You need to change, repent, be godly, sorrowful, and be baptized. Mm-hmm. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every single one of you in Jesus' name. He, he said, this is not for just some. He said, I want everyone to do this because it means something. This is a part of salvation. This is a part of being made free. So he said, repent and be baptized, everyone. We fight the baptism today. Mm-hmm. For the remission of sins. Now, this is what it's for. It's for your sins to be forgiven. If that's not being made free, I don't know what is. He said, it's going to save you because your sins are going to be blotted out. Your sins are going to be erased. Your sins are going to be crossed out. God is going to remember your sins no more. This is being made free. This is keeping the book in context. This is the truth. You know, so many people want to tell you the truth, and they never studied the truth. They never found the truth. Paul said, desiring to be teachers, they need someone to teach them again what be the first principles. That's what we covered not long ago. The principles of the doctrine of Christ, the foundation, the fundamentals, the basics. So Peter said, you need to be baptized because it saves you. It's going to remit your sins. They're not going to be there. They're going to be washed away. This is the truth. So I won't spend all night hammering at this because it's all there. I didn't put it in your book. You can see it for yourself. But this is the truth. I just want someone to find this truth because it's important. So I thank you guys for spending this time looking at these scriptures with us because I, I personally want to find the truth and I'm hoping that you would accept the truth it means nothing 
to just find the truth but not accept it, it cannot make me free. You know, if someone wants to give me a million dollars and I look at the million dollars in the briefcase, but I don't accept it, it's not going to do anything for me. It doesn't help me. I have to use it. I have to put it into practice. That's what we must do with the word of God. Use it. Consume it. Let it become a part of you. Follow it. Despite what someone else says, we have to follow it. It's the truth. This, this is in context here. If this isn't in context, I don't know what is context. Because Peter took us all the way back to the days of Noah. And he said, the water saved those people back then. And then he said, the water saving us right now. So if that's not context, my God, I praise God helps you. Because that's the truth. And that's all there is to it. I can't add or take away from that. I can't change that. I didn't make this. This is God's doing. So I thank you guys for giving me an opportunity uh, to speak for a little while. And at this time, I'm going to pass it back over to Melvin. I just pray that we all take heed to the truth and go to the water. I remember um, back when even I was introduced to all this stuff. And I was trying to tell somebody else. I know it was too soon for me to be trying to tell somebody else. Like Tony had just said, you designed to be a teacher and you need to be taught some more yourself. And they were like, so you mean to tell me that God going to send me to hell if I don't get into a tub filled with water they got out the faucet? <laughs> Show me where it says I'm going to go to hell if I don't get baptized. <laughs> and I didn't have an answer. But, you know, I thank God for growth. In, in his word and what he has allowed me to see and to understand because as Jesus told the great man Nicodemus you won't be able to see it you won't be able to comprehend it you will not be able to understand it unless you do these things first and we find Paul asking people have you heard of the Holy Ghost since she believed and then he asked them have you been baptized because he was concerned about their salvation and we see ever since John the Baptist baptized Jesus, all the preachers that God sent forth, they, they taught baptism in Jesus' name and getting filled with the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. So why aren't the so-called God-sent preachers today asking the same exact questions that the preachers did back then? God does not change. So we need to go back. But um, that's all I have to say on that topic. I see we finished pretty, pretty quickly this time. This is a pre-recorded video, so we don't have any comments to respond to. But for all of the people who are going to watch, all the people who are going to listen, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of both of our hearts for taking the time out because you could be anywhere doing anything, yet you, cho you chose to be right here listening to the Word of God or watching the Word of God on Facebook. So again, as I always like to say, we have Zoom Bible studies. <laughs> about to have one right now, um, actually in about 30 minutes <laughs> from the time of the recording of this video. But if you want to attend those, the link is in the podcast description. Just click on that link, 
close to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Mondays and Wednesdays. The link does not change. It's always the same. We would love to have you there. It's a good topic every single time that we meet. God says where two or three are gathered in my name, he'll be in the midst. And that's definitely, definitely true. So I'm not going to prolong it anymore. As I always like to say to end off these live streams, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, no matter what your current earthly situation looks like. You tell them how big your God is. So we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. We love you guys. Be safe. And we hope to see you guys there in our next meeting. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. My name is Melvin Corners here along with Minister Tony Banks who brings the word every week. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You should tune in and ask questions or just tell us how you're doing. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic. Rejoice in the Lord always.